Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, welcome to the shop top shop. Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jesse Mapeluso. <laughs> my assistant, Debbie, is on her hands and knees, uh, currently dying in my kitchen. So that's happening because I said, Welcome to Sharp Tongue Podcast. Everybody, welcome to Sharp Tongue Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm excited for today's episode. <laughs> What do we have to say, guys? You know, it's been a week. It's been, honestly, honestly, it's been a couple years. <laughs> I gotta be honest. It's been a fucking couple years. Ah, oh, But I do appreciate you guys listening every week. If you want to watch today's episode or any episode, go to my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso to check out the videos. And if you want to see my beautiful face in person in the flesh, San Diego, I'm in you today. That's right. At True North Tavern in San Diego tonight, one show, 8 p.m., with my brother from another mother, Mr. Leo Flowers. We will be there together tonight, True North Tavern in San Diego. Come out for one show, laugh, remember what it's like to be a human, and be with other human people. And we're going to have a good time. And my tour is going to kick off soon. The dates will be live on my website by the end of June Debbie and I are going to be putting all the dates on the website. I'm going to be coming to Connecticut, New Jersey, Syracuse at the end of the year for New Year's Eve. I'm also going to be in Rhode Island, Alaska, Vancouver, um, a, a whole bunch of other places. So I'm excited for the tour dates to be posted. Look out for those. And what else? What else do I have to promote? Do I have anything else to promote, Deb? Mm. No? Anything important? I don't think so. I think the main thing is that you guys are here. I'm here. We survived the year. And I want you to look into my rear. Should I start OnlyFans? I'm just kidding, but asking for a friend. That's me. Let me know what you think. Um, I'm also starting a podcast with one of my very best friends in the whole wide world. We are almost done with all of the pre-production. So I will let you know what that's going to be when I can. But just know that you guys have wanted it for a long time and I'm going to give it to you so hard. Oh God, am I going to give it to you so hard? You you don't even know how hard you wanted it and mama's going to give it to you. I grossed myself out. I truly did. And I also got word that my Netflix show is coming out in July. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I want to pinch myself. You just got to keep with it, people. No matter what you're doing, how you're doing it, just keep going. That's the most important thing. The key to longevity is momentum. So find your momentum however you can. And today's guest is a great example of how maintaining your momentum can get you through some really hard times and how sometimes the hard times you go through 
make it so that you create this momentum that keeps you going through life. He is uh, an incredible person. He is an author and a skateboarder and severely tattooed all over. I I just realized today that there's a wolf on his head. And I've known him for a couple years and I never knew there was a wolf on his head. So did I ever really know him? Did I ever really know the man, the myth, the wolf? I hope you guys enjoy today's episode with Mr. Jason Ellis. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie Peluso. Mays. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Hey everybody. I'm pumped. You're pumped. You know who's here. He knows who's here because he's here. (laughs) Already puffing away at the jazz cabbage himself. The jazz cabbage? Yeah! Fucking... I didn't think I'd hear another new one for Wade. That is amazing. My dear dear friend Chris McClure calls it the jazz jazz cabbage. I think it's a good one. It's like, um... It's like kind of weird enough to be cool, but almost too weird. Like like, like your uncle, your uncool uncle might also say it. Because jazz is old, but it's never uncool. Boom! Like old people can all I, I hate old people. Not so much now because I'm getting there. Whoa. But I used to hate old people. They're so lame. They say the lamest shit and wear the shitty pants. Cancel culture is coming for you. But whenever oh, suck a but I already don't exist from being half a gay. Fuck off. Give a fuck. excuse me can we get that on some wolf merch i already don't exist because i'm half a gay by the way happy pride month i wore this shirt for you (laughs) thank you wow i didn't i wore it for you because you're you're a colorful human (laughs) i I just love your love and appreciation of color although although you are in black (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've got camo pants on. Yeah, and look at your underwear. And I got pink boxer shorts. <laughs> your car matches your underwear. <laughs> At all times. At all times. Wait, 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 wait. Um, Australia's gay straight man, self dubbed. I have I have questions for you. I was like, you know, somebody said to me, I posted some stuff for gay rights the other day, and a bunch of because I said I'm an Australian American. And a gay straight man, and a bunch of guys were like, "How are you straight, bro?" And I I don't message people back anymore because I don't care. But I was like, "I for sure fucked more women this year than you have in your whole life." Yeah, true. So when I'm having sex with two women at the same time, and it's just my dick and their vaginas, I'm pretty straight. Yeah, I'm pretty straight. In that moment, I feel like know- I'm having straight sex, so that makes me straight. Then maybe I walk across another room and blow a dude. Now I'm gay. 
Don't think I can't go back and eat some pussy and get straight again. Lickety split. Oh, you know, I was thinking about you today and I have I have so much love for you for so many reasons, but I one of you. them being that you don't give a fuck. Oh, that's not true. I think I'm you my, don't. I'm not trying to get that across, but I I'm an emotional. I didn't say I'm you're a, an emotional. You are very emotional, but and I know you're sensitive to things that are said, yeah, and and, and you stop people. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like you you're not a pushover, and you're emotional, but you do. And I've said this to you every time. Every time I've spoken to you, you literally just you're you really are without sounding corny, but I don't give a fuck. You're like inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be so many other words than that. I know you're a hot mess express and <laughs> all these other things which you really are. Oh shit! Inspirational from you. I did not think I was going to hear that one. Let me tell you, holy you shit, <laughs> that is new. You're. Okay. I was. Um. I was cruising on your IG page, just seeing what you've been up to. Yeah. Um. I laughed out loud, like literally laughed out loud at your Patreon promo video with Kevin in the cage. He's dressed oh, like a dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fucking creative, man. That's yeah. really. I feel like it was just your your. You wanting to put Kevin in a cage. It was actually Tully's idea, so. Tully, you know, he's a pretty, pretty innovative little fucker. Yeah. I mean, duh. He's, Why he's, do you think he's, I got him on the show in the first place? Yeah. He's, he's a, a smart, smart guy. He's fucker. a good guy. And it's fun, especially when you talk for, when I used to talk for four hours a day, somebody who can stab one in there to fill the gaps of me you know what I mean? Trying to think of whatever it is I'm going to say next. Uh, to me, it was everything. I was like, this is the one-two punch. Can I, I love Tully. Every time him and I have done each other's podcasts, people are like, you two are, you two are weird, but like in a okay way. Because like okay. how we are like total opposites. And I call him out on his bullshit, but he doesn't really, Tully doesn't laugh if something's not funny. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So when it comes to we we've we've been there. <laughs> you know, it's not like there's there's no bullshit going on. Um I had a thought about you this morning when I woke up when I thought I wanted to podcast with you and I was excited I was gonna podcast with you. And I thought, what's the first thing you do when you wake up? What's the very, very, very first thing you do? Um Usually, it's probably look at my phone or probably my cat. I have a chihuahua in my armpit, so he might, like, want to go back under the cover. But as soon as I roll up onto my back, my uh, midget bald cat just gets on my stomach straight away and starts purring. So I'll probably have some FaceTime with Gim Lee, like, right here. He's like, and then I'll look at my phone and get up and go downstairs, make the coffee, roll the joint and get ready for whatever it is. If I'm not really sore, I'll probably um, move around a little bit. But if I'm really sore, I'll probably go in the sauna and start sweating and then go in the cold plunge. You're quite often sore um, for a multitude of reasons. One of which I see that you built your own ramp. My ass is sore from... (laughs) 
huge amounts of butt sex. Uh, I haven't had it in so long. You want to come over and, and be butt fuck buddy? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's been a long time. And well, then that's going to be difficult. And I don't really want to be there for that. <laughs> how, how quickly you abandoned my ass. Oh, because I didn't catch it the first time around when you said that you haven't used it a lot. I don't like to play with amateurs around here. Just, man, I <laughs> no, like no, I've, wait, let me hold up. I love butt sex. Okay, but it's been a while, so it means you'll need to be stretched a little bit. Why am I Hitler hailing you? <laughs> Can you not? I already am very pacey with too many tattoos. Can we not be on the same camera doing that? But back to the butt talk. Yeah. Your asshole, it like, to as a woman, from mm. my perspective. I think our holes are similar. I don't think that there's too much difference between <laughs> our holes and men's. I can still stay in this conversation, I believe. Okay, yes, yes, no, we can. And thank you. That's my point. Okay. The, the asshole isn't much like the the pussy. Like if if I haven't had sex in my pussy for a long time, sex then... in my pussy. <laughs> well, could, I'm, gonna write that song. I'm gonna write that song. That is that's a hit. It could be in my mouth. It could be in my ass. <laughs> that's good point. That's that's usually how it starts in one of those. Guys, eight minutes in and we're hitting the riveting stuff. Let's get down to it. I mean, come on. So anyway, butt so, sex, your butthole's like my butthole. But yes, our buttholes are similar. But when it comes to like sex after a while, okay, I've, and I've had experience in all the holes, um, the vagina is the most shy. She takes a little bit more time to warm up. The asshole's oh. like, hey, everybody here to party. See, my only theory on that is from butt stuff, if I've done a lot of butt stuff, the next day I feel like my ass could probably like take a lot more quite easily. And if I haven't done it for a while, maybe it's just psychologically. I don't know. Maybe could. I believe that my butthole can take it when I've been doing it. And if I haven't, I'm, I'm, I'm now not trusting my butthole again. Because I don't know if you've had this. When someone does the... Ugh, like just straight away. Oh my god! The why why do that, they ever? I think some dudes maybe it's amateur hour, but I think some dudes think it's like, yeah. What about this big dick? All of a sudden, I'm like, oh my god! I now no longer want to be in this at all. Like, no, like, and neither ow. does my spleen. My spleen is gone. I don't yeah. think I need it, but I didn't really want it to get penetrated. Yeah, I was one time that happened to me when I first was starting this whole being gay stuff. Because I never did that. I was always the top guy. I'm a straight guy. I don't do that. And then I was like, okay, I'll try it. And I think I've successfully accomplished it. And then the next person, I was like, yeah, sure. Let's like, I remember like last time it should work out and it totally didn't work out. And he did that weird shove thing. And to me, I've done some slams in skateboarding where one time I, uh, I whipped out on a big trick and I, and I, my hands, I, my hands were behind me. My feet went in the air and I hit my butt, like the most of my butt on the ground. And I snapped my tailbone off. Oh. And it was like this weird, you know, when you do your butt clinch, you're just like, yes, oh. yes, yes. I'm doing it now. I'm doing yeah, it, now. it was, So that, that happened. That's the feeling that I got. And it went for so long that oh. I was like, that's it. That's it's the it. worst. It like that. That I've had that a couple times too. When they just like, I, like they're coming to take their motherland back with yeah, with I, with the troops. I've they're already just, got my pants down, bent over. Like, do you really need to take anything over that quickly? Just take it easy, I right? Go easy, and you know, 
for me, like, you know, you were talking about like, you don't know if it's mental or not the next day, how it's painful and stuff. You know what helps me the butt sex hurt less? What? Listening to R. Kelly's I Believe I Can Fly. If you put that on, it really, it does something to your sphincter. I think your sphincter relaxes. It's the, something about that smooth chocolatey velvet. relax me. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm not a girl, but I just keep thinking about girls being raped and that doesn't make me want to have sex with anybody. I mean, only if you're a teenage girl should that song trigger you. The rest of us still See, should believe I, we can I fly. I'm pretty close to being a teenage girl. I live like this big, you know, tough guy, but I think I'm way more similar to a teenage girl <laughs> when it comes to like people's opinions of me and shit. I think I'm terrible with that stuff. So maybe that's why I relate to them. But I, yeah, fuck that guy. Stab you in the face. We can't listen to it anymore, can we? You can, I don't, here's the new thing for me, thanks to the pandemic and politicians. You can do what, it, say whatever you want. Yeah. I, don't wear a mask. Tell me that I'm an anti, like, do the vax. Do, don't do the vax. Uh, Trump is a, isn't the, I don't fucking care. I know that when I go on the street, I'm not attacked by people with the shit that's on the news and on TikTok. Most people, when I say hello to them, go hello. And if you're really nice to them, they'll be nice back. And if they think that God's real or you're evil because you suck the dick, I just don't care anymore. It's too short. I just it really have is. A good time, and I feel like every time I have a dispute about whether it's right or not, I could be out there sucking another dick. It, it is really- a waste of time. It doesn't. It doesn't add to the life at all. And and like you said, like the the news cycle is so short. You get caught up, and then you're knee deep in it. And there's something else in the cycle that's already surfaced, and you're in. You're you're delayed. You're like not even up to date. Being ar- arguing over the last thing. I like watching uh, my, all these porn people that I follow on Twitter and they post videos of them having crazy sex and you can watch the video. On and Twitter? It, yeah. Oh, what? Send me some accounts. I, I do not watch porn. I don't. I only watch porn on Twitter because I what? get my feed. Lee I Raven, thought- Nikki Hartz, like all these oh, there's other girls. Not, they're not in porn. They'll do OnlyFans. So then you just like go their OnlyFans account and everybody's holes are there except for, oh, my God. I'm gonna My hole isn't it. there. I'm sorry. It's my hole. Are you mad at my out. hole? No. Oh. Eve, Eve. Oh, man. Now I forgot her name. A UFC fighter that does it who's like, it's 50 bucks to go on my account. I go on there. I'm like, well, it's going to be good. She has censored photos on there of her breasts censored across her breasts on OnlyFans for money. Is she making money doing that? Because Sure. It's the biggest scam ever. Well, is it a scam or is it somebody who found a loophole in the system where there are... Look, there's a market for it. Maybe not for you, Jason Ellis, but for Larry in fucking Wichita, who's been married to his high school sweetheart, who may or may not be his sister and he doesn't care to ask or investigate... That's getting his rocks See, off. I just look at it as my wife's on OnlyFans. I do some like every now and then some cameos, but she just puts things in all her holes. And I'm like, that's yeah. real work. You know, like that's, that's real an actual, work. And, and, uh, and I'm like, man, you're going to at least show, at least do something funny or something or creative. It's just like a photo of your butt with the censored line through it. I'm like, I didn't, I think I've seen more of that, of your ass in a fight. Yeah, you probably have. And that's a really good point. I think, though, to be the devil's advocate, 
like every industry, there has to be levels in a spectrum to it in order for the cream to rise, in order for there to be, you know, varying degrees of value. There has to be some person who doesn't do it right or does it differently so that the other people who are showing the holes rise up. The cream rises to the top. And if you're showing your asshole, creme de la creme, okay? Yeah, I think it's probably just jealousy. I just realized, even though if I had my choice, I would want to show my holes on my OnlyFans. Like, even if it was like, we'll pay you the same. I I really just want to fuck on camera. Like, I, I want like, how many people can you do it in front of? Or I, I like a record. Tested. I want to be sex tested. You know, I feel like uh, I should have you- been a sex Olympian. <laughs> I do. I feel like skateboarding is calling. What? You said you could be in the Sex Olympics? If there was like a fuckening, I feel like I'd do well. <laughs> Is that a different from awakening? A fuckening? Mm-hmm. It's way better. What's the longest time? Like, are you a marathon man? What's the longest nah, time? No, no. Oh, man. Lately, because of my weed sketchiness, like sometimes I'll do like a like a seven-minute jizz. Whoa! And, I'll, and I'll laugh and go, fuck, sorry, Katie. Yeah. Like, I'll a do that. A seven-minute jizz? Did Walt Whitman write that poem? <laughs> It's a sad one, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Even at my age, with my, you know, I mean, I'm like, whatever, dude, you're okay. When those happen, I'm like, oh man. Wait, do you really jizz for seven minutes? No, no, no. I it takes me seven minutes to jizz. Oh, I was like, Jesus, that sounds great. You, you are in the Olympics. You're the gold medalist. No, I don't do elephant loads. Wow, it's just it's normal. I think, I think so. Yeah. Well, I googled. You know, because I, I like information and I like to know weird things. And, you know, sometimes I feel perverted, you know, different times of the month, depending on my cycle. I'm like, oh, I wonder what the longest jizz is. And I Googled it. The longest. Yeah. Like who jizz is the, like the longest jizz shot or whatever. However you want to say that. Oh, the furthest? Like not. Okay. See, see, that's I'm glad. because That's impressive. I like that's that. That's impressive. Now that I want to know that. And also... How far is it re- correlating to the length of your shaft? If you have a shorter shaft and bigger balls, would a bigger uh, ball shoot further? Well, you know, what are the physics? I, <laughs> what I are the jizz physics? I think if you have like over nine inches, it's probably more difficult to shoot a really far one. You're probably right. There's probably science to that. I feel like we might need Neil deGrasse Tyson to clarify this. I don't know why I think his expertise would help us, but. I need the jizz. I need the the jizz. <laughs> Where do you need it? <laughs> oh my god! So what I googled was not longest. I didn't mean like distance. I meant okay. time. Because I knew a trans girl that could shoot it over her own head. How tall was she though? Was she like a little fella? No, yeah, she was a normal sized human being. What's like- normal? Like, like five feet, 10 or something. Okay. That's pretty impressive from yeah. lying down or standing up. Oh no. Okay. So we, so I, called, <laughs> I called bullshit on that. So we went to the, uh, to the hotel room to sort it out. <laughs> of course. And she shot it on her back over her head and, and, and maybe three feet past. Wow. So maybe I think she can shoot like a six foot load. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. You know, yeah, she shot it into time, space. It's all the time. 
if she shot it into space at the right velocity and angle, it would continue to orbit the Earth. <laughs> That's important to know. A jizz star, you know? I think that would be... <laughs> she fought at Alice Mania, too, and, and she doesn't train and she drinks a lot. And mm. after the first round, she did, like, this crazy... Uh, projectile vomit and so i was like she's gonna vomit and someone got a bucket and then she did this crazy vomit it was like the it was like the highlight of that year the vomit why because it was so much and she's a lady and it was just like it was weird oh god that sounds terrible was that something that she planned on happening like was it we laughed and laughed and laughed i thought it was one of the funniest (laughs) things i've ever seen everybody agreed i remember looking around the crowd and everyone was like oh alice you've done it again Wait a minute. I have to go back. Katie has an OnlyFans? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Wow. When we got fired from Sirius, I had to talk to – I asked my daughter if we could do it because I want to make sure because she got friends that will probably end up trying to do something, even though they haven't. But she was like, yeah, I got friends that do it. It's fine. Go for it. So once I got her approval, then then Katie started posting. She already has a lot of porn friends that have OnlyFans, so she does stuff with them sometimes and – um, she has like more of a upfront pay for it instead of giving the the secret ones. She just if you pay enough money, you get to see her do everything. I might need to sign up just to see what it's like. Is that weird? Watch that though. My dick's on there. I mean, might not be mine though. What do you mean? Do you borrow somebody else's? <laughs> I just don't. I feel weird about ratting myself out. Like I've got an OnlyFans account, but I don't tell anybody that I do, so nobody follows it. Okay, well, this is a podcast. <laughs> you know, but I didn't say what it is, so you won't. Oh, okay. You have a secret. You have a secret name. It's not even a secret. I just don't. I'm like, I don't. If I thought that it would actually make me money, I would do it. But I don't think anyone really. I think maybe there's a couple of gay guys that want to see it, but not like a not like a job's worth. You know, you talk a lot of shit about yourself, <laughs> and I don't appreciate how you talk to my friend. You would make some money, and I'm not trying to pimp you out, but I do want ten percent. Man, if you were to be my pimp, then I'll do it. That's okay. hard as fuck. We don't even have to get naked. Just knowing that you're like, come on, like, get your dick out. Let's film. Dick. Get that. Come on, let's get to work. And I'm like, okay, Jessica, <laughs> I'll fuck the doll or whatever it is. I'll do whatever you want. No real person, no dolls. Unless it's oh. Halloween, we'll do an Annabelle special. We'll have you do like a oh, whole. Man. So you're creative. <laughs> I'm in. It's because I don't want to just be plain. But if it's yes, if I'm at Halloween, I fuck weird. Like zombie dolls? Yes. You have to put the Jason mask on with a full erection. A full erection, and it has to be a candid shot in a produce department of a Whole Foods. There's kink. There's a market for that. Fuck, you're really that's a that's big money. That's big money. You have to rest your dick on a cum on a on a a little bushel of kumquats. Am I gonna get arrested? Are you gonna get arrested? Yeah, for putting my dick on kumquats at Whole Foods? Not if I buy them after. You, oh man, I'm pulling my dick out at Whole Foods. Yeah, it's called Whole Foods. Your dick is a Whole Food. Hello, man. It's I. I just really don't want to go to jail for. You're uh, not gonna go to jail. You're you white. Become a sex offender if your dick's in public. You might become a sex offender, but you know what? I can't pick my kids up at school anymore. We, you've got friends, Mike Tully. He's a dad. Yeah, Questionable. You no, love to hang out with me now that I'm a registered sex offender. You know what? I'm not going to hang out t- with you until you become one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll get down to the supermarket and start doing the helicopter tonight. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, um, 
you know, I, you said register sex offender, and I don't know why it made me think of all the times when men were inappropriate to me as a child growing up and, and how times have changed. And I don't even know if they've really changed that much because people still protect their own. So if there's somebody they know who's a little bit of a pervert, they're not really going to say shit. You know what I mean? I don't know if that ever really changes, but I think it's real bad in comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's a lot of openings for women. <laughs> yeah. yeah I've heard some stories. I'm not in the game. I've just heard a little from the outside. And I'm like, what? How come you don't call him out? I don't know. It just seems like nobody wants to call him out. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, here's the thing about calling people out. That's a big thing to call out unless you have facts. Unless you have hard fucking facts because other than that didn't the guy date an underage girl in front of all a lot of you and you all knew it who i'm not saying it because i don't feel like it's my job no tell me tell me what did you say didn't a comic date an underage girl and everybody knew that he was dating her not anybody i knew is that somebody specific yeah who Uh, i forgot his name some people (laughs) name is comic i don't not anyone that i know now I want to know. A fat, bald guy. A fat, bald guy. Oh, man. Now I'm just like calling all these people out. I, I mean, was, I'm, I'm out. I don't know. Like you somebody told me that he's like, he went out with a girl that was underage and then she said something and he just said, that chick's crazy. And everybody, but everybody knew that he was, he like took her the red carpet and shit. And people were like, how is this not a I thing? Don't know who that, I, don't, I don't know who that could be. I oh, really that's, don't. That's how do I know but, stuff and you don't? I know you know because I don't get caught. L- listen, let me tell you something. I don't get caught up in all of that shit. First of all, like I was gonna say, I don't know any facts on anyone's details when it comes to like Chris D'Elia or Brian Callen or fucking yeah. Brandon Schaub or any of these dudes. Wait, I don't Brandon know their Schaub details. Apparently, I don't know what it was, so I can't. What? I can't say one way or another. I I don't know what it was, but my point is. Wait, I I don't feel comfortable having a strong opinion because it's just conjecture. If it's when the job accusation happened, I don't know. No, this is older. And I don't know if it was like anything like I don't know if it was a a me too thing. It might not have been that at all. But there was some weirdness with the whole scenario with him and Brian Allen. That's true. If there's anything to that, people saying stuff like that, then that does make me second guess all the other stuff because. I don't know Callan that well. He's always been nice to me. Me too. And I don't I don't know at all, so I can't say, but Brennan Sharp vouches for him. And if someone said to me that Brennan Sharp was doing that stuff, I would vouch that he didn't do it because I think I know him and I don't think that he's like that at all. But here's the thing. People who are like that aren't like that. Ted Bundy was really fucking charming. And that's my whole point. We shouldn't vouch one way or another. We should but if just we don't go- know for sure. If we don't know and we haven't seen them do it, then we also can't go the other way either. Right. That's why we have to be in the middle. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really glad I, I can't remember that know. dude's name. <laughs> Might've been a girl. It's just not even, you know, it's it to me. The quarantine, the pandemic made a lot of people bored and a lot of people broke and a lot of people desperate and bored, broke and desperate. People are fucking dangerous. People at their best are fucking dangerous. We're animals. We're selfish. We're egomaniacal, crazy people. Yeah. If we live on an island together and we run out of uh, food, we'll eat each other. I will eat you ass first. I will be pumped until the moment I die. (laughs) 
That is the horniest shit you've ever said to me. <laughs> I'm in. Is this on OnlyFans? <laughs> Found the promo video. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, want to see me die from ass eating? Just there with a fork and knife. It's not a bad. Oh, wow. Man, that changes it. I thought you were going to. Okay, no, I, I, no, no silverware. No utensils. Yeah. I want to be no eaten like a wild animal. <laughs> not, not first. Have you? Um, I just, uh, my Honeydew podcast came out and I saw that you did yeah, the Honeydew. Stickler. I love Stickler. I mean, he's right? just, he's one of the greatest. I, I was curious. I mean, I know a lot of your story. I know uh, um, a lot of your trauma and stuff because you've been so open about it. But what did you cry on the podcast? First of all, nah, not nah, because he's so funny and I don't know. It's pretty hard for me to. I'm trying to think of like what things attach me to to being sad. I just I feel I don't know. I feel like Ryan's like this new friend who's super nice to me and I was like trying to be as funny as I possibly could. And I think we talked about, you know, being molested as a kid. And I just, I didn't, I didn't go back to being molested. I was just trying to think about how to be entertaining. And really the big thing is, yeah, I did get molested. A bunch of people fucked with me when I was growing up and I'm fine. I'm doing great. I'm real happy. So I don't really, I like to be real sad now would mean that he still got me. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't. It's it's interesting how certain people are able to digest trauma. You and I are, are similar in that. You know, I've been through a lot a, as a kid. And can you hear my cat? Yeah, it's it's. Let me, let me just let him in. Is she hungry? Go get it's her. Him. I'll get him. Yeah, go get the cat. Go take care of the little hairless puss there. Uh, I kind of want one of these cats that he has. I think it's a Sphinx, but I, I know he said a hairless midget, which sounds like someone should call Brad Williams. Did you call your cat a hairless midget cat? He is. Is that the, is that the breed? Yeah, I think it's called a, a, a Bambino Sphinx. Would be the That's correct. what I said. I, I was saying how I've always kind of wanted one of those Sphinx. Do they stink? Does a, does a bald pussy smell? Not at all. He smells like balls. <gasps> but, okay, now balls smell. When you say it, not, no, it smells like balls. Y- you haven't been around the, the sweaty meatball sandwiches I have. It smells like clean, fresh balls. There we go. There's some. Oh, my goodness. Look at this cat. Are you kidding me? Indeed. That thing looks like a burnt clit. It's so cute. <laughs> For all of you listening, you can see the video on YouTube. He is, Jason Ellis is flashing me his bald pussy and... I want to adopt it. Oh, no. No, God. Put that away. Oh, God. <laughs> that was his weird balls and penis. I was I, I was saying before you grabbed your, your pussy, um, I think you and I are similar in the sense that our trauma, although traumatic and um, terrible and hard and all of that, didn't weigh us down. We were able to sort of get a semblance of a foundation afterwards and some sense of self and evolution and able to heal and, and have it not define us, you know, um, mm-hmm. myself, I, the first time I ever had sex, I was raped. And prior to that grown men, a couple different ones had, you know, just had been inappropriate with me and 
And so, you know, my whole introduction to the world of men and sex was very perverse and predatorial and abusive. Um, I guess what I want to know is a friend and a human, and we've sort of talked about it before, but to me, there's never enough sharing when it comes to this stuff. What, what for you has helped you not wallow in your trauma? What for you has helped you not be the victim your entire life? I mean, therapy is probably the biggest one. And, and what, what kind of therapy? Because there's so many different kinds. A therapist that um, can make me understand that um, the way some of my reactions to things are based on reacting uh, on the, on the things that scarred me in my childhood. And then when I realize that I act a certain way, when certain things happen, or I am attracted to certain people for certain reasons that have to do with my damaged childhood, when I can put a finger on it and the therapist showed me that like certain things that I'd be into were just sort of like to take my power back because it was taken from me. Wow. And then when I realized that some, you know, cause I was always into, Oh man, guys could suck me off. I would just like, cause everybody wants to suck off the straight guy wherever you go in the gay world. So oh, I, would, I know I've heard, I would just let him do it and then just walk off. You know, that would be my thing. I'd be into that, that only no interaction. I don't want to fucking know you. You can just blow me. That's it. And then also that's kind of like dangerous. You can get STDs and stuff. Yeah. So when I realized that that ended that day, cause I was like, wait, I'm doing that to get the power back from my father. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, ew, you know? So that took a while to kind of, then I just kind of didn't want to do anything for a little bit. Cause I wasn't sure which I, what reason I was doing all of it. Mm-hmm. But when I realized when my therapist would explain things where I could just understand that that is a reaction from the, from the damage that happened as a kid, then it became super easy to not do that because I don't want to be associated with that anymore at all. You know, like the hardest thing to admit for me sometimes is I sound like him. I think like him, I, you know what I mean? And, and I don't, and I don't want anything, I don't want anything to do with it, but that's got, that has got to be difficult. I've never considered that. Like, but I got to be proud of myself and who I sound like. And what yes. I, it's like this weird thing where I'm, I'm proud of some of the things that he passed down to me. And that sounds so fucked up and i hear myself say that but i am and then there's other things that i'm not proud of that i wish to i mean if i haven't eradicated it then i definitely am working on it and and i you know i mean i I just don't ever want to think that i'm living my life to get back at him or to relate to him i i i want to go my own route and not be not be, I just don't want to be linked with, with it anymore. I feel like at one point you know, it helped to have a reaction, to have anger and, 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 and this sorrow because I could steam it up into energy and, and, and make a, a life for myself because you could never stop me, you know what I mean? Because I was always, I'll never back down because, I, because you took it some, something from me that I can never get back and you're all going to pay for that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who, but just everybody could pay for that. And that meant I was just always walking around ready to go. And now I'm not, you know, like this fight that I have coming up, it's not till October, but I, I, I don't want to, like, I have to go back to thinking about like, what's the most damage I can do to a human in 15 minutes and be obsessed with it. And I don't really care to do that anymore. I kind of like, like watching cat videos and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm ha- I, I laugh a lot. So, you know, it's 
What the How fuck? are you going to prepare angry. for that? I, I, who are you fighting? I didn't I didn't realize you were oh, going to do another fight. Gomez. You're seriously going to do that? Yeah. Yeah, we signed a contract today. Holy fuck. I know Lewis. I know yeah, Lewis from know. New York. Yeah. I know him from New York from doing stand up. Yeah, he's been training a lot. He's getting way better and I mean, I'm getting way older, so Do you guys know seriously because you both know each other? This is an arranged fight, not arranged like, you know, you win, I, I lose type of thing. But do you hold back at all because you know him or do you you go full you full throttle? It's not about him. It's about losing. I don't lose. Mm. I'll fight to the death. Any it's- fight I have that's a professional mixed martial arts fight, it's for everything to me. Can't take you seriously while you're petting your cat. Get used to it. <laughs> you're like Doctor Evil right now. <laughs> and I will make him pay, and it will be a painful evening for him. <laughs> Let me assure you. <laughs> and the cat's like so relaxed as you're talking about murdering Louis J. Gomez. We love to murder, don't we, Jim? Please. What kind of now? Excuse my naivete when it comes to the technical aspects of fighting, but what type of fight will this be? Like UFC type of thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. M- multi, wait, wait, wait. Uh, MMA. It's like um, something, something MMA. Mixed martial arts. <laughs> yeah, mixed martial arts. Yeah, I was going to say multifaceted, multivitamin. What is it? All the multivitamins will be in the display of power. Yes. No, you mean, can you get choked, kicked, and elbowed? Yes. What can't happen in mixed martial no, arts? You can't kick... Uh, them in the head when they're, uh, their knees are on the ground or her hands on the ground. Um, you can't eye gouge, can't hit them in the testicles. Oh, it still leaves a lot open. You can't hit them in the back of the head. I can't believe you're going to fucking fight Louis J. Gomez. I, Where is this- I was retired. I was like thinking about going skating again with Tony and now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an idiot. He's like, you know, a bitch or could, and I was like, okay, I'm. I agree. You both are the same age. No, I'm ten years older. But that means you have ten years more experience. <laughs> oh yeah, when it comes to fifty, it definitely helps for sure for an athletic <laughs> sport. I find that I'm probably in my peak prime, forty nine <laughs> years of age. I'll turn fifty right before the fight, which means I will now be at one with myself and have all the power of my youth and my wisdom of my, like, I'm fucking so broken. I'm such a pile of sore shit. Everything (laughs) fucking hurts all the time. I've had fucking (laughs) knee surgeries. I got knocked out like fucking two months ago. I know you just had a fucking surgery. I remember messaging you like, what the fuck happened? Are you, is this, I'm alive. Jessica May, I'm alive with the experiences of the world. Or is this you chasing some emotional dragon? I'm I had a heart scare a while ago and I'm trying to stay positive. Um maybe I will live till uh I'm like eighty or something. But probably not. And this is I've always, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I don't have like much to give. It's like, what's, what you said it. I'm inspirational. I, I didn't, be, I want to be inspirational to people. I when I die, I want people to go, oh man, that dude was cool. Like he really had fucking memory did that memory did this. I know that I won't even be there for you to recall that, but for some weird reason, I, I, 
you know, like at the start, like, like I was expected to be nothing. And, and, and now it's a constant, I fight for that. I fight for my brother that died that doesn't have a chance to shine at all. I fight for so many reasons. I fight for because I know what it's like to not be an athlete anymore. It will end. I know it. As a skateboarder, I can't skateboard like I used to. I can't. So I know that it's a fact that it's over. And this is just like, this would be so hard. This is so much of a test just to get in shape because I'm not treating him like a bum. I don't care. I'm serious. I know so that. I'm gonna put and in I'm all scared that work. for him. If I have to put in all that work, in my, my, I'll, I'll probably have to go to Mexico to get stem cells after the fight because I'm that fragile. But I'll break myself on him, no problem. And it's this big test. It's this big fear. There's so much at stake. I feel like he has friends like Anthony Cumia who fucking hate me. And if I get knocked out, he'd be like, that's what you get, you fucking homo. And I want the homo to win. I want fucking Anthony Cumia to see the video and be like, I knocked your fucking boy out. And then I went and sucked a dick. What's up? You know By the way, like, I, I bet you Anthony dreams of you sucking his dick. I guarantee it. He could. He Mark my words. Guy, right? He could what? He might be a closeted guy. He's got a gay face. He's got such a gay face. I would have already sucked it, actually. I used to go to this weird theater in New York City where there was like a glory hole. You just put your dick in there, and this one guy totally looked like him. It might, he might have already did it. It might It might be him, you know? I think he gave me chlamydia. We will go. We are going to go on record and say Anthony Cumia gave you chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to send this clip to Howard Stern. <laughs> Yeah. You good luck, man. You know, I feel like those guys like me as much as Anthony Cumio. The fuck oh, happened? God. It's I'm telling you. They just dropped. You know they do that? Well, like you're hot shit and then they just fucking I'm like, what happened? What do you mean I can't come in again? Because they start to I'm telling you, you know what it is. I don't. They want some. I think <laughs> those guys are straight as an arrow. Give me a fucking break. Wow. You think Stern's gay too? A little gay. Aren't we all a little gay? A little? A people, no, I don't think we are all a little gay. I've met Come some on. people that are super straight. Yeah, there are some super straight people, but they're yeah, also I don't think gay. you could get them hard if you were a guy on a guy. And, and I think a girl on a girl, some girls find that to be truly gross. And I, I respect that. I think great. But I also do think that there's a lot more people that are on a little bit of a gay yeah yeah it's not a cool thing to talk about so they don't i agree i agree there's definitely there you know there's a spectrum and every spectrum has a lane but i think the lane between very straight and a little gay is very narrow it's a teeny teeny it is the shred an aota of a hair follicle of a difference it might be why religion is so hopped like hyped up on always talking about how bad gay is because it's like if you get tattoos you go to hell but now Christians can have tattoos, but they don't want to let go of the gay one. I wonder if it's because have the fear of the person watching you to stop you from doing the things that you want to do, which is every now and then you want a trans girl to blow you. You just do. I mean, if I had a dollar, seriously, I think fear is the huge motivating factor for, you know, religious doctrine. They don't, they, and, and also if, if people who, you know, are preaching about a certain type of religion and you not being able to be gay. If you just, if it were, it, it, did I freeze? Hold on. You're okay. You're okay. Uh, Don't do that. Now I'm going to be confused. I got, hello. It, 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 
I, I was just basically going to go on a diatribe by how bullshit it is for religions to tell people to be straight or gay and do live your life this way. I really think it's just people who are afraid that if it's okay to live the way we should live and the way I hope we're moving towards living where love is love and people can love who they want. That means that they have to live that way. And they're afraid of that truth in themselves. They're afraid of the change and the evolution towards that and to make that shift. So, um, yeah, I think it is kind of, you know, I, I don't know what my bigger point was. I just think it's bullshit that, that religions tell people put fear in people to not be, what they I don't are. Know why they couldn't have just said, "Hey, man, new news is out. Gay is a real thing. Yay!" Right. You know, that's it. Like, not, that, I wouldn't have gone. Oh, but what about all those years where you said it wasn't? Like, that's okay. Like, as long as you know now, let's just move on. Let's but move forward. Seems like everyone else, like, oh, you can't do this. Don't. Well, that's bad. I'm like, fucking. You know what, man? Suck a dick. Go over there and do it. You know. <laughs> Um, I have some fan questions for you. Can I ask yes. you some? Yes. I'm stoked that they actually asked questions. Oh, a whole bunch. And, you know, I knew that I could post your picture the day of and get a bunch of questions. So people love you. Um, okay. This is this is funny. This first question from Shavant B. If the opportunity presents itself, will, Lu- will Jason knock Lewis out cold? Yep. <laughs> You didn't even hesitate. Well, I'm not going to hesitate in the fight either. Oh, shit. Lewis? It's the game. It's the game. You know what? If you wanted to call it off, I'd, I'd be like, yeah, okay. But you wanted it. You asked for this. You pushed for it. It's Now I've talked about it. All my fans want to see it. His fans want to see it. So it's going to happen. And I'm going to do everything in my power to not lose. So I probably should punch him in the head as hard as I can, right? Like, isn't that a good idea? So it, I feel like, it is. I feel like the person asking the question thinks I'm not Floyd Mayweather. I don't just have full control over everybody's head and when I want them to be unconscious. But yeah, I'm gonna be aiming for his face a lot. <laughs> That's what I would do if I was a man jizzing too. I would just aim for everyone's face if I could do that. I see. I'm we, envious. We are like related because <laughs> anyone asks me where they want the jizz. Straight on the face. Yes, I yeah. would totally if I could. I'm so envious. And the more you open your mouth, the more you're my kind of girl. Like if you're just like, yeah, and I'm like, what? Yes, yeah. and then you can treat your dick like that thing at the fair where you shoot the gun, the water into the hole, and the horse yeah. runs down the track and you win. You ever pee in anyone's mouth? No. Are you Are you asking? Yeah, for you, yeah. My pee is pretty clean because I drink a lot of water. It's That's never, it's rarely yellow. Yeah. I'll yeah, pee in your mouth. Kind of a bummer. But I'd still do it just because. Yeah, I'll pee in your mouth. Dirty, you know. You let you let me know, and we'll set this up. We have to make sure Katie's okay with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna set my Katie OnlyFans up, and then I'm gonna pee in your mouth. Maybe we can make that ex- exclusive content. What about if you both um, stand like one behind the other with your pants off, peeing, and we make a slip and slide, and I slip and slide underneath you with my mouth open? I think that that would go viral in so many ways. Like in an, an infection way, in an infectious disease way, and then also <laughs> <laughs> wait, you guys, you guys have diseases. I was not aware of this. <laughs> Sorry, Katie. Man, good to know. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Aaron Chase asks, how well are your stem cell treated injuries recovering? Really good. 
my left ankle stem cell is so good that it made my right ankle sore because I can bounce back too fast. And my right knee is holding up. My left shoulder is holding up. I had to get a knee replacement for this knee. But apart from that, everything held up. I mean, all of this is so close to October. I mean, obviously, you still have a lot of time to recover and heal, but you also are in the process of training for a fight. So that's an interesting position you're in while you're basically going to be healing as you're training. Oh, wait. No, I I didn't get stem cell now. Oh, okay. But you were injured. I got stem cell a while ago. That's the question I was asking. Got it. Got it. Okay. Just making sure. Just just checking on my man here, making sure you're good. Um, Frausto Rubin. Best hot, hot sauce in the world. Are you a hot sauce fan? He makes sick hot sauce. Really? Yeah. Um, His uh, Frausto does? Yeah. Yeah. He owns a hot sauce company and he sends it to me. He sponsors like some other, some BMX dudes and some moto dudes. And I think he gave Steve Caballero a signature hot sauce. He gives like action, action sports athletes, signature hot sauces. Um, we're going to add his hot sauce into our piss slip inside. Hey, fuck, I forgot what the name of it is right now. you got to be joking me. I'm so our bad. Pi- yeah, I put it on my fine. fucking eggs every morning. I love it. I love hot sauce on eggs. I'm going to have to find his hot sauce. We can find it. I'll put it in the show notes afterwards. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my best friend has asked a question. My best friend, Marty Caproni. What BJJ belt are you? And will you rip off Lewis's arm and mail it to him? Or do you think it's going to be a tough fight? Um, I'm a blue belt. Um, and I think that it's going to be, I think that he is, he's already got way better than he was when he picked the fight. And I think he'll be way better in five months from now. And you know what? Sometimes I feel like maybe he has no chance in hell. And if it really came down to that being super obvious, then maybe I wouldn't put that much of a hurting on him, but I really doubt that. I think that he's going to come in hot and I think he's, you know, he's a 200 pound man that's going to be throwing punches and I'm not like Anderson Silver. Like I'm, you know what I mean? Like I do train. A I don't lot know who that time. is, but I'm assuming and it's a tough man. He's a really good MMA fighter. <laughs> I, I just like, I'm not a guy that just can let punches whiz by me. I'm, I, I might get hit with one of them. So I'll probably, I'll probably be, pretty serious and 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 look I, when it's a contest if you don't tap i will pull your fucking arm off i oh I'm, i've been in the game before that is the game if he catches me i'm not tapping so that means my arm is getting torn off oh so i'm doing the same i feel like you've got a really dangerous but healthy blend of confidence and complete not trepidation, but awareness. You're aware that Lewis's head is going to be in this game. You're aware that he's going to be training and you're aware of where you're at, your physical stature in, in this point in your life. So I, just, I don't really watch fights, but I'm going to have to watch this fight because I, I have a fight camp. I have coaches and I have training and sparring partners. I have a full team orchestrated and we're five months out. And I'm training every – I'm training all week. It's all about the fight. My whole life is all about that fight. I do podcasts. I hang out with my kids and I skate. But all the rest of my time is thinking about that fight and being in the best shape of my life. Not fucking playing at all. I cannot wait to watch this because I have never had a reason to give a fuck about any MMA, UFC, anything, unless there's like a hot fighter who's single. And I'm like, hey, 
That's such a weird reason to watch the fight. You know? <laughs> no, it's not. Like, they have to be single. Like, you actually think after the fight you're going to, like, have sex with them? Not right after, but maybe a couple weeks when they're <laughs> healed. <laughs> oh, my God. So if you know any hot single MMA guys, hit them, hit them my way. Okay. Um, Jessica Mills, speaking of relationships, are you in an open marriage? Me, I'm straight, and my boyfriend, bye, are trying to navigate the bywaters. Yeah, and she's straight. So she's straight, he's bi, and she's asking if you're in an open marriage and how can they go about that? Um, yeah, I'm in an open marriage that's, um, wait, I guess, yeah, it's an open marriage. It's not polyamorous. I don't date other people. I have a couple of regular people because obviously I don't want to get any STDs or anything. Girl-wise, I have like one girl that I see every now and then. And but you don't call it, her a girlfriend, right? Fuck no. Fuck it's just no. purely physical. Well, I'm friends with her. Like, it's especially. Well, I know that. Just, I know you're not kicking girls. her. You can't have sex with girls and not be their friend. Like, yeah. girls don't like doing that. That's a guy thing. Guys are like, yeah, let's, let me suck your dick. I don't even know you. Like, girls. So, I yes, I have a girl who's my friend, and Katie and I, Katie lets me play with her sometimes. Sometimes we play together. Katie has one guy that she hasn't seen for the longest time because she doesn't seem like she's that into it lately. And I feel like that's a little unfair for me, to be honest, but I'm sure it'll come around where she decides to bone somebody. And when it does good for her. And if I, I think we've had, a, I get threesomes a lot with other girls in her because she's super gay. So that's how I, <laughs> I, I win big time. Cause she's yeah. like, she's super hot. I want to have sex with her. And I'm like, can I go? <laughs> You're just there with like says, a sack lunch. Oh, hey. I, I am very, I'm a, so flattered to be invited to your party. Like, <laughs> I, what if I get to be in it? I'm like, oh my God. I love it. Do you think, um, I just had a thought as you were talking for this couple who she's straight and he's bi. Oh yeah, I didn't answer would, would a good introduction into this open slash bi water be to have introduce a man since she's straight and he's bi like maybe bringing a do man fool, in do they want to fool around together because i would say if you're not if you're um straight do you want to watch your boyfriend have gay sex that's a good point like you have to ask yourself what do you want out of the scenario if anything like katie, it- katie doesn't anymore interesting see it ebb and flows it's like everything you grow you change you evolve I can tell you why. It's because now I can bottom and she doesn't want to see me bottom because she wants me to be the power of everything. All the time. I get that. I, I totally like to, to get that. Yeah. yeah. I think so like what that. A wife for not wanting to watch it and still wanting, letting me have it, you know? What what a, a woman. I mean, a wife, a wonderful creature who's open and probably very secure in who she is as a person to. She has a good reason to be. She's pretty fucking hot. Yeah, she is very, very fucking hot. Um, Got her OnlyFans. I'm going to stop bullying me. I will get there. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a friends and family discount? I'm just kidding. Um, Our our Leon23. What's the worst injury you've ever had? Uh, Um. Um. Fuck. I think the worst one was because I was so young too. I, I was 16 and I uh, I broke my wrist and I shot my elbow out of the back of my arm and then I broke my arm up here all at the same time. 
Oh. So I had a compound fracture. So when I slammed, I rolled over and looked over and, and that bone was coming out of here and I, I passed out. An ambulance came and I was stretched to hospital and it was like more traumatic because I feel like the older I got and the more hurt I got and the, you know, like the more where it was a job and it was, I, I was so serious about doing whatever it is I was doing before I got hurt that it's just part of the game. So you're more pissed that you can't, you're not going to be able to skateboard for a while. That would, right. the, wouldn't be so much because it's not fear. When I first got hurt, it would, I felt like I might die. You know, like I was like, oh, my God, what do they do when your bone comes out? <laughs> but when you're 25, 35 and you break your shit, you're like, God damn it. I broke my shit. I felt like I might die from an elbow injury. I swear I was so young. I sh- I've shit myself. I'm going to die. My pinky snapped. I'm, I'm going to bleed out. Maybe I'll bleed out. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I such an know. asshole. I just think that's so funny. Just the thought of, because now we know that most likely you're not going to die. No. But that was um, easily the scariest one and, and the most pain. Cause it was also, you get older, you have a better t- pain tolerance, I think. Yeah, you get a little numb to it, a little bit. Yeah, that was that that sucked for sure. Um, one of my favorite fans, Sherman fifty four sixty five. What up, Lakey Sherms? He asks, would you be willing to fight Jake or Logan Paul? Yeah, yeah, of course. That I okay. So I did watch one of them fought one of those guys. (laughs) He fought Floyd Mayweather on the weekend. Yeah, and he won. No, he didn't. Okay, he Mayweather won. Yeah, he did. Easily. Uh, like officially? No, there's no real official winner. That's why the Paul brothers get to say that they won. Oh, why? How is there not an official winner? Is that the way it goes? Or it just was? No, the way- they, yes, they, they, it was an exhibition. So there was no, the rules were no official winner. So how can they say that they won? Because they want to say the that they won? Why not? Like, go ahead, say whatever you want. I mean, in this day, it's probably really a good idea to say whatever's the not what it is. Then people love. That. Yeah, you're probably right, and and they can say that they won, and Mayweather can say that he won, and in this world, they both can I mean, win. He won by making he went the distance with Floyd Mayweather, so he did win. Whether Floyd was going 100, percent which I think, in my opinion, he wasn't going full speed. He I was don't fucking think so. Walking him through it, it was an exhibition. He I didn't know that. Show. That's but interesting. To say that Logan Paul is a better boxer than Conor McGregor is a pretty fucking stupid thing to say. And Conor McGregor got finished in eight rounds and, and, and sorry, in seven. And Logan Paul goes the distance and doesn't get rocked one time. Bullshit. That's a good point. See, this is why I need you to educate me on these boxing. I'll do more. And then if you watch the fight, watch him fight Conor McGregor. How many times does he smile in the Conor McGregor fight? Watch him fight Logan Paul. He's laughing through the whole fight. And he doesn't pressure him. He lets him rest up against the ropes, doesn't come in, just stays there with his hands up. So Logan Paul gets to rest. It's not what he would, if he was really trying to finish him, he would have finished him. Right. It's not how a normal fight would go between two equally established. And they have have the money. So they say, hey, 50 million to win, but I'll give you 100 million if you let him go the distance. Oh my god! I either need to like put my asshole on OnlyFans or become a fucking MMA fighter. Oh, you should definitely do the first one. (laughs) 
What if my OnlyFans was me MMA fighting, but with just naked? Hole, maybe yeah. With my labias, I slap people in the face with my labias. If you could make that video work somehow, that would be huge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, let me ask you one last question. Labias are, but <laughs> they're they're actually. I've been told I have a cute pussy. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's my oh, this is by far one of my favorite episodes i needed this i don't know about you but i needed this um hey anytime you want me to compliment your pussy just call me i'll do it oh god i don't know there's so too many sound bites in this episode my, my assistant's gonna have a hard time cutting this one up <laughs> what would you say is your most favorite aspect of your life today because you have a lot going on. You know, you are still active. I see you skating with Tony Hawk and you've got this boxing event coming up. You have your beautiful wife and your children. You're a father. You're a podcaster. You have so many aspects of your life that are so unique. What what part of your life is your most favorite right now? Um. I really like coffee and weed. That sounds great. I like that in the morning. Um, I like when my kids bond in some kind of discussion of sorts and it's involving no material, anything. Like we're just having a – and I catch that we're having that because these days when you're older, you go, fuck, this is – you know what I mean? This is the goddamn fucking highlights of your life right now. Yeah. So whenever that happens, like he texts me, he's working on pop shovets at his mom's house and he texts me a video of him eating shit and board shot off down the road and he ran after it and went and got it. And I was like, keep going, dude. You make that. It's going to be sick. And he's like, I know. Right. So I'm like, he's out there falling and not giving up. You know, that's, those are the ones that mean the most to me. And then I would say things like, uh, Hey Katie, uh, I, 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 two of my friends want to have like group sex in the movie theater. <laughs> Can I gay out? And she goes, yeah, baby, go for it. And I think to myself, oh my God, life. Thank you. Fair enough. <laughs> and then, oh, if I'm in my jacuzzi and my wife wants me to slow-mo video her ass going in and out of the water for OnlyFans, that's a genius idea. I need a jacuzzi. Yeah, I've got an inflatable jacuzzi, and I don't give a fuck. It does the same job. Okay, I might need to come over because I need some come content. On. We've got no friends. We need new friends, and Katie needs friends because she got two girlfriends that don't want to hang out anymore with the COVID stuff, even though they hang out with some other girl. Like She's been disrespected, in my opinion. We I will come over and respect her so hard. Oh, wow. Okay, that might be up to you guys, but yes, great. I just wanted to smoke some weed, but hey, let's fucking hammer it out too. Let's go. You tell her. Oh, threats now. Listen, listen, babe. Jessamine's going to fucking smash that box and there's nothing you can do about it. No, I said I was going to respect her so hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. Is that how you say smash box? I guess it could be. Right. Whatever you got to do. We'll range it. Either way, the summer's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like I just can't wait to be here. Wait, <laughs> baby? 
Hey, this man hey. wants to smash your box in the most respectful <laughs> manner oh, ever. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, I said I was going to come over and respect you so hard. You're going to get really respected. I hope it's so consensual. Oh, my God. You guys, 4th of July. Fireworks in the fucking hot tub. Susan kick cookie wiggles. <laughs> Does she want to bond with my clit like the Avatar creatures? Yes. Whoa. Come over here. It's called grinning. Wait, you know the name of it? Yeah. You're so gay. Tripping. Oh, that's right. Tripping. She's right. I knew she would knew that. I knew she would know that. Man, I'm in yeah. a I'm in a lesbian storm right now. <laughs> you are. You're wearing a whirlwind of of estrogen, my br- my friend. <laughs> she was getting deep. Tripping. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. All right, we we're gonna be physically and emotionally connected in your blow up hot top. <laughs> hey that sounded like a diss no it's just me realizing how ridiculous it sounds but also you i right yeah don't spell it out just enjoy it okay don't forget to tell katie about our piss and slide idea you guys are gonna piss and i'm gonna slip and slide underneath your vaginas while you piss in my mouth you know why can't everybody be this compliable to fun that's what i keep trying to tell everybody (laughs) Relax, drink a little piss, you pussies. Drink a little piss, you pussies. Wake up, have a cup of coffee and a joint, and chill the fuck out. There goes the cat meow. Where can everybody find you, listen to you, tell them about the Jason Ellis show? I'm sure all my fans know, but for the few that may not know, you made a migration. Where can they find you? Yeah, we're a podcast. So yeah, the Jason Ellis show, the podcast, and then the Jason Ellis show has a Patreon where we do two shows a week on the Patreon and then I do two solo shows on the Patreon, so four shows a week. Then the free Jason Ellis Show podcast, and now I also have a podcast with Tony Hawk called Hawk versus Wolf, and the first real episode drops uh, on the 14th. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really That's excited. Amazing. That. That's great. That's going to be awesome. And you're still awesome. Your books, all of that, you guys, I'll put in the show notes. And as always, I love talking to you. I want to see you guys in the flesh. Yeah, seriously, come hang out. I mean, I will. Thing. Like, I, we really need new friends that aren't completely fried and say weird shit like, oh, you've only just got the shot. I'm like, man, shut up. Let's just live. We've been locked up long enough. We need to hang out. We need to just chill out with our tits out and have a good time. God bless America. What's up? Well, I love you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me on, friend. Bye, friend. See Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.